Hello, Anchor Stars, or whatever you call yourselves. Um, this is where you are with Austin Wilman. Just want to share some of my thoughts of what I've been thinking about recently and how I'm developing myself and developing my mindset, developing my business, and how to invoke change in others, not necessarily within their career, not necessarily to make more money, but honestly, how to be more happy, how to find your value, your truth, how to find your meaning in, in life, and all that kind of... Uh, all that kind of foo-foo stuff that people thought was not important uh, in the past, but now entering the information age and uh, being aware of social-emotional intelligence and how important that is in our society to keep our schools safe, to keep our economy running in the recent events with the United States and in Russia. Uh, there's a lot, I think, to uncover and a lot to look at when it comes to social-emotional intelligence and how you feel as a person and who you are as compared to uh, you know just making money or just developing in your career or just having social status, whatever it is. So recently I wanted to share, uh, I, I came back to the topic of attention and I, I love this topic of attention. So there's self-awareness and, and independent thought are kind of my number one and number two to go to when I talk with my clients and when I talk with uh, students or people that I people that I'm sitting in front of giving a speech to or a lesson, but I think that intention ties in there very very closely. Let me share a story with you of kind of what I mean. How you can, depending on uh, you know your thoughts dictate your actions, which normally dictate your results. But I want to share kind of something where my actions were the same as somebody else's. And because of the difference of intention between me and, uh, it's actually my little sister, because of the difference of intention between her and I taking the same actions, our results were vastly different. I got a lot more out of the situation than she did, and um, she actually kind of discounted the situation, which is unfortunate because I, you know, I had a very emotional reaction to, uh, to the situation. So it was over Christmas break uh, in 2017. I took my mom and my sister Jacqueline to a yoga and meditation session in Attica. Attica is a small town where we're from, my hometown, under a thousand people. But uh, once a week they have a yoga uh, and meditation session uptown, which is pretty cool. So Jacqueline had attended a couple sessions uh, in Bowling Green where she goes to school. And I'm not sure really that my mom had ever attended a yoga session or done any meditating herself. I meditate regularly, but I don't study the art of uh, yoga, or I don't, you know, I'm not a yogi or anything like that. But I enjoy it, and I get a ton of benefits out of it. So I was excited to uh, to go check this thing out. So we go through the, the yoga session, the whole the whole thing, uh, beginning to end is two hours. So an hour and a half of yoga and stretching and whatnot, and then another half hour of half hour of meditation on the back end. So. The yoga was super passive, nothing crazy. Um, no twisting yourself into a pretzel. And at the end, the, the last half hour is when we sat in our meditation chairs and had a guided session. The lights turned down, the incense came on, and uh, the music popped on some relaxing music. And we had Gary, who is one of the uh, one of the leaders of the organization, lead us through a guided meditation. So everything started out great, started out normal. You know, talking about the 
the energy that we're drawing from the earth on our inhale, the, this white orb coming up through our tailbone, breathing it through our spine and allowing it to hover above our head. Then as we exhale, kind of bringing that back down through the spine, and, you know, feeling that flow of energy connecting between, the, between our head space and the above and uh, connecting with the earth and what's below us through the ground. So that was really cool. We go on, Gary talks more about the different different energies, where to direct our attention in our uh, <clears throat> above the crown of our head, right in the middle of our, our, our third eye, you know, the vocal cords, the heart, the stomach, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. We're envisioning these different colors in this energy. And uh, as we're passing energy back and forth through our spine, uh, Gary tells us to envision our um, ourself as a miniature self step out into the heart space. I'm not sure what that's called. Maybe some uh, yoga experts out there can, can let me know in a comment or something. Throw in a message. We step out into the heart space. And it's a green hue. Everything's green. Everything's very calm and loving. I felt very warm. And mind you, my mom and sister are each, you know, a foot and a half away from me on either side of me. So I'm focusing on my breathing, trying to be present. I don't know what they're feeling, but um, you know, we, I talked with them later and we'll discuss that. So I step out into the heart space and Gary guides us on our, our visualization journey of what we should be seeing. He says, there's a person in the distance that you can only see the back of them. You can see the silhouette and as you draw closer, um, you start to see who it is. It, it, it's someone who you might have had a difficult relationship with in the past or are currently going through a difficult relationship with. Maybe that's uh, in the sense of forgiveness that you need to forgive them for something or um, you're trying to reconcile and uh, there's just some bad blood between the two of you. You know, whoever that may be to you. And to me, as I, as I got closer, uh, the, the figure of the silhouette turned around and revealed uh, the face of my dad who passed away in 2014. And I was extremely moved just by, you know, almost shocked that I wasn't thinking about that, but that just kind of happened in my, in my head, in the visualization in my head, is that my dad turned around to face me uh, as I'm meditating here. And um, that was an emotional time for me. And I really kind of opened up and uh, I, you know, got really teary eyed. My nose started to get real stuffy. So I'm over here trying to keep my breathing steady and of course, I'm almost hiccuping because my, you know, breathing is starting to get uncontrolled. My emotions are taking over. Um, and I happen to just peep out of the corner of my eye. I know, in the midst of this, <laughs> you know, it's a really emotional experience. I peep out of the corner of my eye to see what my baby sister is doing. And uh, she's got her hands placed on the ground and she's looking, staring up at the ceiling. Not even close her eyes, not thinking about this stuff. Um, and I just thought that was really bizarre. So I just said, you know what, this is my time. You can do your own thing. So I closed my eyes and got back into it. Um, and this moment passed, you know, Gary guided us through and said, okay, this person just turned around and, and uh, you part your ways amicably. And, and uh, you know, this, hopefully this forgiveness kind of sets in um, and you're left in a better position. Now, as you see them walk away, you see a different person coming through uh, this green haze in your heart space and you're not sure who it is yet because you're in the distance and I can see the silhouette walking toward me and as I get closer you know Gary starts saying as I get closer you're still not trying you're still trying to recognize who it is and this is the person who 
you've recently started to have a relationship with and you're excited to learn more and, and you're, you're, building, um, you're building a relationship between the two of you and you know it's going to be powerful, you have a lot to give this person and you have a lot to learn from them. And as that person walks closer to you, you start to understand who it is. And at this point, I'm like, who the hell? I, I'm not trying to get into a relationship right now. I don't know who that is. And as I was visualizing it, this person who's walking closer to me, I saw was me. It was me. I was freaking looking at myself as Gary is explaining who I'm supposed to be seeing that I'm having a new relationship with who's starting to uh, present themselves into my life. And I thought that was extremely powerful. I, I freaking lost it. Like, I... I mean, my, even now I'm starting to think about it, but my eyes started to, you know, drip like crazy and uh, my tears were going through my beard and landing onto my chest and uh, I'm, you know, sniffling and <laughs> trying to keep my breathing steady. I mean, it's very quiet in this room and I'm like, I'm like the loudest person here. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that I'm just having like this freaking breakdown uh, because I'm just looking at myself in my brain. Uh, through my heart space is really a really weird intense kind of feeling it was awesome mind you. Um, but kind of okay and, you know you're excited to see this person and then you you embrace that person and you share share the love with whoever that was of course together with me and then heart waves and that person goes off and, and uh, I was just left almost with an angry feeling of what had just happened these two people that I envisioned and saw one being uh, my late father and then the other one being my present or even the future me. I thought that was insane that those two uh, people or or ideations of people came up when I wasn't expecting them or I wasn't trying to think about them. So really it's just this weird uh, almost out of body experience that I have and I look over to where my sister was sitting and she's not even there. She stood up and walked to the back of the room, went to the bathroom, and kind of came back and was, you know, twiddling her phone, just kind of waiting for everything to be over. <laughs> so, the point of this whole story is that her and I and my mom, who my mom, I later found out, was also having an emotional experience, which is awesome. She saw my dad as well. They were very close. But the thoughts and the intentions, even though we were all in the same room, the same environment, hearing the same music, Gary was telling us to think about the same things, because of our past experiences, and because of our intention, because of our intention of the action, we had very, very different results. Again, we were all sitting there, hearing the same stuff, supposedly trying to get the same, you know, reaction and the same benefits from this guided meditation and yoga. But I had the intention that I wanted to be with myself and be very present and have an outcome that I desired. And I'm sure that Jacqueline had really no intention. She probably just wanted to sit there and chill out. <clears throat> and that's kind of what happened. So through the same action, we got very different results. And I want to uh, bring that to you, the listener, and, and challenge you to understand that no matter what it is, whether you're sitting in your chair, you're laying down to go to sleep, you're writing a blog, uh, you know, you're, you're at work, you're driving, no matter what it is, like understand that everything you do, if you don't have an intention for what you're doing, somebody else's intention will take over. Somebody else always has an agenda for you. And if you are not the one controlling your thoughts and controlling your presence, 
it will be taken over by another energy, by another presence, just like I had here. In, in my situation, I knew what I wanted, and I, by damn, I'm gonna get it. But the people who had no intention, you know, I don't, I don't really know what I want to get out of this experience. Those are the people that have experiences like my my sister, and I love this girl. This is no fault of her own, um, but you know, she's sitting through this, and because she didn't really have an intention with it, that's exactly what she got. Something that was. Um, not really direct, directed uh, for the betterment of uh, the way that you would spend your time. So, no matter what it is, direct your intention and kind of define that for yourself. I would challenge you to, you know, whether it's whether you're, you know, um, whether you're pounding the phone and and getting calls out at work because you have to hit your numbers. You know, what what are your intention every time you pick up that phone and call? the next person, to call, to cold call that next client, or to uh, type that next email, like what is the intention that you want to get out of it? What's the message that you're sending? What's your energy conveying? Because again, if you don't have, if you don't control your energy, somebody else is going to be in control of that, some other force is going to be in control of that, uh, the rest of the world is not a, uh, is not to be taken lightly, if you will. So this stuff is, uh, this stuff is real, and if, if uh, you know the universe can work with you, or or it can just work in general, whether you're on board or not. So I highly, highly recommend taking the time to uh, spill out what your intentions are for your day, for you, for each project, and of course, eventually for your life. One of the best ways that I can recommend doing that is, of course, through meditation and uh, just kind of taking the time for yourself. Because if, if you're not giving attention to yourself, how do you expect anybody else to give attention to you? Because they're thinking the, the same way, you know? If you're always trying to get the attention of somebody else, then what are you, what do you have to offer? You know, I would recommend checking out what you have to offer by, by uh, getting alone by yourself, checking out your own attention. So that's kind of all I have for right now. I was supposed to hop on a, uh, a client call here at two, but uh, it rescheduled. I'm about to go hit the gym. I'm feeling fantastic. I had a meeting this morning with um, a couple different nonprofits who are <clears throat> getting ready to launch my program, Humans in Progress. Um, I wanna take on five new clients uh, here shortly. So if anybody is listening to this and you feel like you can achieve more in your life, in your business, or, or with your purpose, you know, I'm here to help. I don't, I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. So uh, thanks for listening. Again, this is Where You Are with Austin Wilman.